What's going on, Internet? The Blob Cog here, a.k.a. TBH, and I'd like to welcome you guys back to the Gaming Illuminati podcast. I'm sure we'll have fun on episode 81. Before we get into the show, allow me to introduce you to my co-host, the first of which is moving to Disneyland, a.k.a. Orlando. So expect some childish opinions from him. He claims he travels the most. We all know that's a lie, but whatever. UTXJG the Don was saying what up to the people. <laughs> that is not a lie. That's facts right now. I know you had your little trips. You know, you got your little stuff in. You keep trying to catch up. You trying to catch up, but, you know, I'm still UTX traveling but what up people we back yeah 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 and my second co-host is out here comping copping mansions on the low so i guess us broke boys are not allowed to uh i mean i, I fucked that up i was about to say whatever <laughs> ethos just talk i'm over it i'm tired of Yo, it whatever what's up everybody your boy's a twitch partner you know we out here getting this money what's up wow this man really flexes his check mark the toxicity is coming through you uh and our special guest today is our patreon backer gold era gaming we appreciate you shout out your social medias let the people know what's going on with you man what's up everybody thanks for having me on the show and thanks for everybody tuning in you can catch me on Instagram or YouTube at Gold Era Gaming. Again, that's Gold Era Gaming. I do vlogs, live streams, and giveaways every 100 subs. Okay, there you go. And if you want to appear on the next episode, be sure to back us at patreon.com slash GI updates. Also, feel free to take the show on the go. The podcast is available on Spotify, iTunes, SoundCloud, and all other major podcast outlets. Be sure to download the GI app. It's available on iOS and Android. It's free. Just search Illuminati on your respective app store. Keep in mind that we spell Illuminati with the word naughty as in naughty or nice. Now, with all that promotion out of the way, we're going to go ahead and get into these conversations. Uh, a lot of games have dropped since the last podcast. We ain't going to talk about all of them. We're just going to talk about the ones that matter. Um, and the first of which is the talk of the town uh, anthem. Uh, it finally released into early access last week, and then the game just released fully on Friday. Um, Jay, I'm gonna give you the floor on this one. Uh, let's talk about the good, the bad, and the ugly for you. What do you what do you like and dislike about anthem? All right. Um, as far as the good, uh, one thing that I definitely want to point out is the gameplay. Uh, I definitely enjoy the gameplay the most. Um, I feel like that's where anthem actually shines is the actual gameplay i love jumping around i love flying around i love using all of the abilities um everything is satisfying for me on the technical aspect um i also love how the game looks amazing visually uh i know that they had like some optimization issues at first but through some patches i think that um patches and the actual nvidia driver updates uh, made the game run a lot better for me on pc i'm not sure about the console i never played it on there but uh it looked like it was it was okay um so i, I didn't really see any any two major issues there um and as far as like the the cosmetics um i, I feel like the cosmetics are definitely a uh, a big point as well i really don't see two javelins that look the same so i thought that they did an amazing job uh with the uh with the variety that you have cosmetic wise um, hold, on, the- hold on hold on i don't mean to just just before we even go any further i would just like to state because i know this video is going to attract a lot of people that just love to hate on this game or or love to just love the game or whatever uh these are just kind of first impressions uh i have not finished the game i got 35 hours on it i don't mean how many hours y'all got on it but i just want to say these are first impressions this is not a review just some general thoughts all right my bad go jay gotcha yeah <laughs> um as far as like the bad um it definitely had a, a kind of a rocky launch i know everybody was talking about the vip demo and the uh open demo that came after that uh, with the uh the 95 percent loading screens and some of the optimization issues um some of the party issues and some of the uh other technical issues and i think that for the most part ea did fix them um i did come across a couple more 95 percent loading screens and i understand the loading screens do take a long time 
um or at least like when it first came out and it was it was definitely very frustrating when it came out but uh for the most part i know that again it brought out some patches and updates that um that some what fixed that so it doesn't take that long as uh as other people were were memeing and talking about so uh so that was a major issue um as far as the story i feel like the story is a little bit more engaging but i'm not going to sit up here and say like it was the most um it was the most important thing ever uh because honestly like when you're playing with your friends especially the story definitely can can get a little bit just blown away you don't really know everything that's going on um but for the most part i did pay attention um i mean it's kind of like the same same general story though as, as anything else again it's not mind-blowing but it's somewhat engaging but again i would say like it's very easy to just not pay attention to it when you're playing with your friends and going through that so i would say that's kind of a negative um but again i don't think that for a looter shooter that anyone was really expecting like some mind-blowing story i think everybody just wanted to get past the game and, and play that um and then as far as like when you get to the end game we were telling you all if like even from the beginning that the strongholds are going to be the major thing that you're going to be doing the most to get your uh your masterwork and legendary items so as far as people saying well there's there's not really that much content i mean if you want to compare it to other games it's it's pretty much the same stuff like with the mission structure and everything else um again i wouldn't expect anything mind-blowing but if we're going to talk about anthem having like lackluster stories and and lackluster content let's talk about some other games that are the same too right like i i feel like that's unfair to uh to just totally bash anthem um for doing that when other games are too I just wanted to oh, talk about I mean, your impressions of the game. We'll get to that. We'll, later. We'll, get, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. But I just want to want to kind of make it a negative, though. I, I know we're going to talk about that, but uh, those are just my general my general impressions on on Anthem so far. So again, it, it was kind of rocky with some of the technical stuff, but I think that they fixed all of that. And overall, I'm having fun with the gameplay, and and I'm having fun grinding and getting these masterworks and legendary. So that that's it for me. True, true, true. All right, Gold Air, you got the floor. What's your thoughts on Anthem? A lot of what JG said is my initial thoughts of Anthem. Unlike JG, I did play on, well, I tried to play on the console side, but for the beta, it was uh, closed for us. The servers were down for most of that uh, closed beta that they had. So I didn't really get, the time that I did get to play with it, I didn't really see the the lust the, the lust in it. I didn't get really attracted to or caught like I thought I would, because I think we're all looking forward to being like, basically iron man and flying around and shooting beam cannons out of our hands but after you got through that i didn't really get like the the longevity of the game i'm not i wasn't into uh looter shooters like destiny i didn't i got late into it and then it didn't really hold me so seeing after seeing this and after being iron man for a couple of hours i just put it back down and went back to siege Mm, okay um so let me ask you, what do you feel like they need to do to, to hook somebody like you who's on the fence? I think they should do what uh, Siege is doing. Give it, give people who don't really know if they want that free weekends. Okay. I think bringing, bringing an audience, let them give, give, put their feet in the water and give them a taste of it will bring more people in because not everybody wants to throw $60 at a, a game that they'll probably like. I feel that. I feel that. Um, what's the name? Uh, Ethos. What you think? Uh, four out of ten. Bad game. Worst game <laughs> I've ever played by far. Um, this game was such a letdown for me personally. Um, I feel betrayed by Bioware. 
Um, they promised me that they'd make the best game of their entire life, and they failed on doing that. And I'm just kidding. Um, I I enjoyed the game. Um, actually, I would say my opinion is less of a first review, and I a less a first opinion. And I would say I could actually review the game now. Um, I have 75 hours on the game. Um, I'm probably going to hit a, a hundred very soon. Um, and I think I've seen a lot of what the game has to offer. I think there's just like one segment of the game that's still a mystery to me because I have to reach like this little hefty goal and I'm trying to like beat through it this week so I can see like if there's something additionally hidden in the game or if I've hit like or if I've played all the content. But I'd probably say I've played close to like 85% of like everything that the game has to offer. Um, good wise, I think uh, this game is probably one of the best looking games I've ever played in a very long time. Um, um, for me personally, like um, I really love the power fantasy of the game. I feel like uh, it does make me feel like it, for me personally, it makes me feel like uh, like Iron Man on steroids. Um, at least when I play the Ranger, um, other classes make me feel like if you play Colossus, I feel like the Hulk. Um, and if you're playing Storm, you feel kind of like Thor. And then if you playing Interceptor, you feel like uh, Genji. I guess I don't know. I can't think of an Avenger that I feel like a Hokage. Yeah. <laughs> okay, there you go. Uh, <laughs> even though in my opinion, I think the Interceptor is the weakest javelin, and I will fight anybody on that point, including Ace, who's um, in denial about it, but it's facts. Um, but overall, I, I think the graphics are really good. I think the, in my opinion, I think the foundation of Anthem is very good. I think the core loop, gameplay loop of it is very enjoyable. Um, and I think that the foundation of how the game functions is really good. I think um, they need to expand on it a little bit more and um, not necessarily need to add more content. But I think the best thing that Bioware can do right now is like listen to a lot of the feedback, see like what areas people are talking the most about that they don't like and focus on those areas in the, like the upcoming months to like um, improve the game to like be what uh, players want the game to be. Um, but overall, like I've thoroughly enjoyed it. I do agree. There's like, there are technical issues. I wouldn't say it's nowhere as bad as I think some people like play them out to be now compared to like the, it's nowhere near the, how the VIP demo was. Um, but there are issues. Like even last night when I was streaming, I got caught on an infinite loading screen, but that was the first time in 75 hours I got hit with that. So I'm kind of willing to like give them the benefit of the doubt that that was just like a one-off issue. Um, and other times, like I've the only bug that I absolutely despise in this game is the sound ending bug. That bug has to be fixed as soon as possible. It it is the most irritating bug because you have to like reboot your game and you have to play through a mission basically like death, and it's it's no fun. Uh, it really makes you start to appreciate how like sound in games. Um, uh, loot wise, I personally like the loot. I like the loot system. I think that there are some areas where I feel like. Um, um, system wise of how they handle like loot and how they handle like giving it to players and people being able to like um, go through different menus in order to access certain things I feel like there's a lot of things that could be streamlined and improved but overall I, I would say like I have enjoyed this game like this game from like uh, I think we've talked about it yesterday a lot um, this game is the first game since Paragon I think that I've seen GI all like every day on it trying to play it and like grind and, and like basically play it as like a squad game so that's what I really love it the most for true 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 um i think the best way i can describe this game is uh it's not as bad as everybody says it is but it's also not as great as it's not as great as you would expect from bioware i think the truth is somewhere in the middle like i enjoy the game 
but it definitely there's definitely room for improvement um i think most what i like about it is the flight it's just flying around is just great in the game and it doesn't get old to me and just jumping around and beating people up and shooting at everything the story was like i haven't i haven't i got 35 hours on the game and i haven't completed the story mainly because i just been grinding for masterworks and stuff like that um but from what i played like it's cool it gets you from point a to b it's not it's not like something that's gonna blow you away but it's all right like the voice acting is on point the visuals are great and like it's interesting like i i muted my because like we're sitting there talking and joking the entire time we're doing missions but i did mute myself during the cutscenes, and it did hold my attention it just didn't blow me away um probably because i don't understand some of the stuff that's going on i don't think they do the best job of explaining it but then also that could be my fault because there's a lot of codex in this game if you're a big bioware fan a lot of stuff that you got to read like emails and books and and stuff about the world and i ain't i ain't trying to read all that shit uh <laughs> so that that's probably my own fault uh admittedly <laughs> but it is what it is uh i enjoy it if one thing i could critique though is like in the open world especially compared to like the e3 demo i know like because technical issues there's always going to be certain type of downgrades in along with the development but at times i do feel like the world is a bit um what's the word empty like you'll be flying around and it takes a long time before a, a world event happens or you'll see or you'll see some animals but you'll see like two it'll be this big open space yeah. but you'll see like two animals like especially when you first launch off the uh the, the pad it, on that far light left where those three monsters are like that's mm-hmm. it and then the rest of the world there's nothing and it just feels like there could be more wildlife there could be more birds there could be more grabbits i don't know like i feel like i understand there's technical ish, ish limitations but at times it feels like with the amount the way that the world is populated it feels like we're all playing the console version uh mm-hmm. i feel like there could have been more on the screen for the pc version more things to hunt and stuff like that um i mean it's a looter shooter i mean so you're gonna be grinding i don't really understand people's complaints about that i fully expected that all the abilities are cool the combo system i really like it kind of feels like we're playing like a mass effect game just with friends uh and mm-hmm. not as good of a story uh, <laughs> uh so i like the combo system um I know a lot of people were crit- criticizing like the microtransactions and stuff on there, but uh, I've purchased multiple skins in the game, uh, multiple vinyls in the game. Uh, none of it with actual money. Uh, there's you can use like real money or you can use like the in-game currency that you earn from missions, and they're pretty generous with the in-game currency. Like I don't have you have y'all had any problems with purchasing any like cosmetic items and stuff like that? No, I've nope. gotten multiple skins throughout. Like I think someone who's being disingenuous or not trying to give the game a fair shake might act like oh there's no customization or all you can do is color change like no there there are um granted there's not a lot of armor pieces right now but i feel like uh uh, because you know we behind the scenes saw a little bit more i know for a fact that there's more armor pieces and it it seems to me that they're waiting until march before they start like throwing this stuff out um, and adding it to the game um so yeah, I, I I personally was able to get like multitudes. I got like um some interceptor like armor pieces. I got uh, uh what is it ranger armor pieces. I've got um colossus armor pieces, and I got storm. So I don't. I'm glad you said that word. You reminded me. Like, I feel like customization is one of the strongest points in this game. You literally can get lost in the menus. There's so many different textures yeah. and colors uh that you can put on your javelin, and like they're even doing on Twitter like um showcasing like the best designs. And I've seen some stuff that like I was like I didn't even think to do that. I didn't even right. know you could do that level. It's like if you like to customize your character, this is definitely the game for you. Um, you can get lost in that. Um. One critique I can say though is uh the game definitely does have technical issues. I haven't had the uh the infinite loading screen or anything like that, but I have uh a lot of times not a lot of times but sometimes like some of the minions will get caught like in that that uh 
that T pose, you know, that default T pose or whatever, and they'll be like sliding around the map. And it's like, it's not game breaking, but it's like <laughs> goofy Jesus shit. Pose. Yeah, the Jesus pose. Like, it's not game breaking, but it is. You have to note it. Like, it's just that, that little technical polish you notice. It looks goofy, and they'll be sliding, doing a little moonwalk and shit across the map. So you have to, you have to notice like that. Or sometimes, like, some minions will get stuck in the wall or stuff like that. Um, but that stuff that I think could be cleaned over time. And that's something that, like, just, like, this is the worst game ever. I think this game has the potential to be great, but right now it's just all right to me. Um, and I think like I feel like over time I'm gonna be I'm curious to see how it's gonna how it's gonna pan out, especially because they're talking about these world events. Are the all these world events just gonna be they're just gonna be spawning titans? Or are they gonna be doing other things to keep us interested and keep us coming back? And I think we'll start seeing that in March, um, but I feel like it's gonna be tough in March because the division also comes out too. So it's like are they gonna be able to hold our attention um, with this content? Um, we will see. But for now, it's all right to me. It's all right. Um, how y'all feel about uh, all the hate that's going around about this game? Um, I, I know Ethos, you have a lot to say about this. A lot of hate has been going towards Anthem. A lot. It seems like I've I've never seen the YouTube community so so gathered together to hate on one thing since probably like Andromeda. Or, or or some Fall other game. Fallout seventy six. Fallout seventy six. Yeah, okay, yeah. Fallout seventy six. Well, Fallout seventy six. That was justified. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Need to bury that. Yeah. <laughs> What's the name? Uh, how you feel about it, Ethos? Do you feel like the the hate that is justified towards Anthem? Um. So, like, what do you mean specifically? Like, are you talking about like um, just people criticizing the game, or is it more specifically the, ex- just the like, excessive amount of like videos the or criticism? Yeah, the so. criticism. Like, do you feel like they're fair criticism um, people are making? I, I just feel like this is just another game of the cycle where, you know, uh, I feel like a lot of the YouTube reactionary channels, they just find a game that specifically they want to target and then they just up until release, they just keep like hitting it over and over again, like repeatedly. And then when the game comes out, then they act all surprised that, oh, my God, this game is, 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 is horrible and I didn't expect it. And it's like, but you were the one posting videos months before the game comes out saying how bad the game's going to be and how we need to be worried about the game and you can't trust the game and all sort of stuff. And it's like, how can I like believe anything you're saying in this review is coming out of good faith when you like you, you from like day one where you're like expecting and it's documented that you, it seemed like you were oriented towards making sure that this game was confirmation bias. Yeah. It's confirmation bias. Um, that's the fancy psychological term for it but yeah um there's a there's a there's a lot of confirmation bias i feel i feel um people who went into this game because it's ea and because uh because like they have a hate boner for bioware they have a hate boner for ea um they went into it with a very with a very skewed attitude and to the point that like any one thing like that's a small issue that like someone who's like i guess someone who's being fair could like look at it and be like uh okay that's a that's like that's a mat or oh uh, man like they, this this could be better but it's not horrible like they'll look at it as like an extreme like this is insane and the biggest examples of that like i've stayed before is like the uh the controversy about the microtransactions that's my biggest example of uh of like hypocrisy that i've i feel with the community where they they pushed speculation that wasn't true uh they had a obligation to at least hold off until there was official news about it um but they took the football and started running onto the you know this is just an example of like the hatred that this game got um and then when it came out that they were completely off base and they were wrong about it um some of the people did to give to give uh fairness I think maybe one one person I know for sure did it, and I, I'll name like I, I will give credit to Jim Sterling. He actually he either deleted the video or he did a retraction for it, and that I respect. 
um, because that's all I've asked for um, when I was arguing about it on Twitter. Um, but other people still, I'm, I'm pretty sure if I check, uh, if I just Googled it now, some people, uh, people still have um, the videos up there talking about twenty dollars skins. I think the week the what week Angry Joe did was disgusting. I don't care. I'll yeah, say his name. What Angry Joe, yeah, Angry Joe. I think is what he did was unethical, uh, in my opinion. Um, the let, level let him know. Like, let him know for the people who don't know. Let him know. So what Angry Joe did? Well, I mean, you could probably explain it better because, like, honestly, like I've stopped watching specifically um him for a long time like i I watched for these things but um i've kind of like definitely taken a seat back away from like really taking his criticism or his opinion on things very seriously because i feel like he just does a very reactionary uh cycle it's all shock value yeah it's a very i only watch him from like time to time but like for what kind of irked me i'm probably gonna unsubscribe from him after this is he put out (laughs) he he put out a video this is before his review um after playing the game when it first came out the legion of dawn because it was like an early access version um and he was basically saying in the video he was basically stating all genuine issues there and problems there he i i don't disagree with him he was totally right about the issues that are in the game the problem with that video is they put out a patch that day fixing all the issues that he was talking about in the video and he even he even stated at the beginning of the video because i think the pa- uh, sorry just to say the patch was out before he actually public really? did the video i'm yeah. certain it was like actually like it was in live state and he, he could have just waited but it yeah. was like an hour he said it was like, like it, it came out an hour after the video break. Yeah. yeah so he recorded a video person. before the patch came out then the patch came out but because he wanted the views so bad he still uploaded the video and he even said at the beginning hey guys i recorded this video before the patch came out and they fixed all the issues i'm going to talk about in this video but i'm still wanted to put it out because i feel like it's an issue well how is it an issue if they fixed the game already if Ozzy, he should have just scrapped the video but he wanted yeah. the he wanted the views and the money so bad he was mm-hmm. and, and the reason that type of stuff is dangerous to me is because i know personally just from watching his content i don't give a fuck like a lot of times during his intros um he'll just be singing from the camera and talking and it's like just get to the review bro so i'll skip past the intro and i guarantee you there's a lot of people that do that and just get straight to the content so they don't even see that disclaimer he puts at the beginning and they just see him complaining about things that don't actually exist in the game anymore uh and it, it, it it's just thirsty I, I feel like it's the youtube algorithm once again dictating what everybody's doing and i like ethos said that shit was unethical i didn't i didn't that kind of rubbed me the wrong way i was like why would you do that bro and, and just like that i'm sorry and just the hypocrisy of this whole thing is like um the funny thing is like youtubers like this will be the same ones talking about game journalists doing the same type of thing or like do like uh, you know ign jokes and stuff like that but they're like i feel like for the past couple of months i'd even argue since the for like the past year and a half maybe two they've been low-key doing the same things that like they criticized like journalists for doing which was like oh giving unfair like reviews or saying things that didn't seem to make sense like i i remember um i'd say like unfortunately i would say even donkey has slowly become this as well like, a lot of channels that i used to watch a long time ago they've slowly started to like turn into this sort of like reactionary thing where they're constantly hitting these like, point of like negative points that um without like really giving like time or pause to really think about what they're about to do it's just news comes out on reddit about something a rumor and they just immediately rush to the like i feel like they do this they like they hear about a rumor on twitter or they hear about it on reddit and then they immediately rush to their editor they write up a script really quick just based off of whatever they see on reddit they write it out and then they'll just low-key say something like well this could not be true but like at least what you could do is in the title of your videos and we we talked about this this is why twitter is becoming just cancer too is a lot of people just see the headline and they don't read the content a lot of people just see this headline so i feel like a lot of people need to have an obligation to make sure that their headlines can be as fact accurate as possible instead of pushing like well we need to make clicks so we're going to make a very catchy headline that's uh not even purely accurate but but to cover us if you do read the article then you know that like this the, the the headline's like not right or something like that um i feel like 
they there's people got to be smarter about the way that they post videos um people need to just slow down i I feel too many people jump the gun especially about anthem a lot of people jump the gun on this game way too early um and i feel like that's what's harbored this sort of like unfair um just I, i i can't even like figure out like what it is like i beat the game and i was just like you know this is this is a solid game like i wouldn't even argue that this game's incredible it's not like the greatest game i've ever played um but it's a fun game for my in my opinion it's um it's a solid game i feel like it's a lot of fun when you play with teammates um it has it like you said it still has some issues that i feel like it can be solved and is it acceptable that these issues are in the game day one no but like you know that's just how the dice rolls and then at the end of the day it's like i'm gonna rather spend my time trying to give them genuine feedback because i want them to make the game as best as it can be instead of just making like just shitting on them for like five videos in a row taking my nice little like two hundred dollars per video and then walking off with it like i I don't i don't know i don't think it's worth it what's the name uh let me get a different perspective because gold you said you uh you dropped it after you played it for for someone who wasn't like a big fan of it like i it sounds like you've been paying attention to the community how do you feel about the um the way that people are kind of covering the game i feel like they're just running to the what sells and what sells on youtube right because of the algorithm is a lot of just hate and a lot of bashing. So I don't really, I really take their opinions with a grain of salt. And I only trust and watch reviews for channels that I think are worthy and give a good review on them. Okay. Okay. What about you, Jay? Um, I feel like the hate is twofold. And I would, I would like to know if people would be feeling this uh, the same way if uh if if it wasn't bioware if bioware didn't have the issue with andromeda which we we kind of spoke about that uh, before this podcast started about uh about how andromeda didn't get as much hate as anthem is getting um but the initial thing that everybody was talking about in andromeda were the facial um the facial animations but after that um people were just comparing it to the uh the other mass effect as far as like the actual story um, but I wonder if people will be hating on this game so much if Bioware didn't make this game first and second, which is the biggest one, if it wasn't uh, if it wasn't under EA. Um, I wonder if Bioware was an independent company, if they were like a CD Projekt Red or something, if it would have gotten the same hate um, before the game even came out. Um, because like Ethos mentioned, this game has been getting a lot of hate on on uh on youtube specifically for over a year ever since they announced it they were like oh well this these are going to be so and so problems with anthem i was like but the game isn't out yet so how do you know that that these are going to be problems so it's it's ridiculous to me how the hate started and how it's continuing especially um again what ethos mentioned about like the cosmetics um issue with someone again leaked that damn screenshot so that was already terrible um and how everybody jumped on that how everybody just took the VIP demo and say, oh, well, this game is shit. And then when the open demo came out, oh, this game is shit. And then when the uh, the early access came out, oh, this game is shit. Like they were, again, it's just confirmation, uh, confirmation bias there. And it's it's really crazy how uh, how this game has been getting shit on before the game even came out. So I would love to know if people would be giving this, uh, this game the same energy if Bioware didn't make it or if it wasn't under EA. Um, I, I think that's the, those are two of the two of the things that I feel like um, the main reason why people have been hating on the game so much. What's the name? I think also uh, one of my biggest problems that I'm noticing is a lot of people are like reviewing this game based off. I feel like what they want it to be versus what it was always intended to be. And I feel like those type of opinions are dangerous, too, 
because even if you go back to when it was first announced back like two three e3s ago like if you read some like of the interviews like bioware always said that this was going to be a looter shooter to the point where i actually remember i think it was me and ethos we were having conversations about this and then, like i i remember we were thinking like because we weren't the biggest destiny fans back then and we were like ooh, a looter because it, it, it when you at first glance when they first revealed it it looked like an action rpg game and then we read you had to read in the article that it was going to be a looter shooter and we was like ooh, we're not really into like destiny like that i don't know about a looter shooter or whatever so if you go back the evidence is always they've always like kept the same message this is a looter shooter and it kind of rubbed me the wrong way when i see someone like angry joe making a video talking about this game is grindy like it's a looter shooter like i went into it knowing that um and i i i learned to um i learned to appreciate it a little bit more because i like destiny 2 more than destiny 1 even though most people like destiny 1 more for whatever reason but uh i went into it knowing what i was getting into and i feel like a lot of people went into it wanting it to be something else so then they reviewed it as they wanted it to be something else versus what it was always intended to be and also like i see a lot of people complaining it's not enough content um I, I we, we had this conversation last night on stream no. I, I have an issue with the gaming community with this at, at what point is how much is not enough content like 5,000 hours it really bothers me that people will put 100 hours into a game and say there's not enough content well how about you just don't go outside like how about you need to go get a life like I, I'm sorry if I get 20 to 30 hours out of my game I'm satisfied with my $60 purchase um, but you're getting 50 plus hours out of the game and you're saying there's not enough content like what are we doing like there's other games to play. Like how many hours do we need? How how many hours you need, Jay? Brad, uh, for me, I would say like again, like twenty to thirty for me to be fine with it. Like I didn't, I didn't really see an issue with uh with this particular game. Uh, what about so, you? I don't, yeah, I don't know. I don't know about you guys, but I need that Ready Player One status. I need to be living in that game to have enough content for me. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know. It's just, it's it's interesting. I think it'll be interesting to see how this one plays out. Like, next year, let's do a prediction. Do y'all think next year um, we'll be seeing uh, Anthem had a great comeback video type videos, or you think it's going to fall flat on his face? I don't know, to be honest. That or EA will shut down Bioware. <laughs> we'll see what happens. Oh, that would be a shame. That would be. That a would be I, I will be. I'm not gonna lie. If EA shuts down Bioware over like basically how people have reacted to Anthem, like I'm gonna be. I don't. I don't even know. I'm gonna be very upset at a lot of people. Like especially because they already. Said it's funny because EA won't even be the first person I'll be upset about. That's the that's the crazy part. Like I'll be upset at EA, but it won't be EA that I'll be the first person I'm upset about uh, or upset uh, towards, which is kind of crazy to me. Um. I guess that makes me EA show. But uh, the other thing, I, um, which is funny, is um, so uh, I kind of looked back on some of the other looter shooters that I had reviewed beforehand um, when I was like thinking about Anthem. I actually thought about it last night um, before I went to bed. Um, and I actually, which is, I don't know if this is like amazing foresight on my behalf or something like that, but um, I went back to uh, um, when me and TBH reviewed The Division 1. Um, and the crazy part is like in that review that I did, at least from my side, um, one of the things I said in the review is what, and, I, and it's kind of reiterating what you said, TBH is I said very early on the review before I got to my opinion on the game, I said, um, I feel like a lot of times with reviews, what we need to do is like, well, I think it's our job as a reviewer is, is less of people need to stop reviewing games off of like what they wanted the game to be. And more of, we need to look at what the developer's um, vision was for the game. And then we need to ask ourselves, did they succeed in that vision? Um, Now there can be obviously like, and I even said in my division review, I said, um, 
um, based off of what uh, Ubisoft said they wanted the division to be, I argued and said that like I don't even think they succeeded at what they wanted the game to be. But on top of that, I also stated that um, you can still, as a like as a critic, you can still criticize a game like a developer's vision for that they had for a game if you feel like let's say um fundamentally the game just doesn't work which i feel some people are arguing about that at anthem that they feel that anthem core wise or fundamentally does not is just like not well thought out um which i ne- i disagree with i think there's certain aspects of anthem that i think um needed more time to cook or needed more iteration but i don't feel like the core gameplay loop of the game is just horrible and i think when you give a game a five a four um like a five or below i feel like when you hit that territory you're basically like what i'm reading from you is that you're trying to tell me is that the game is effectively from a design standpoint just broken and just a horrible game at that point um if 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 it's more of it's not your type of thing um but like you still can see value in it i really don't think like a game deserves like such like a low a low type of like scoring or just or directed hatred towards it um and to compare like some people are even trying to say like this is the fallout 76 of of 2019 like it's not even close to that um fallout 76 i i think was definitely like, there's a strong argument for fallout 76 being design wise um vision wise and um overall just like ethically speaking was just a horrible game um but i don't see that with anthem and i and i agree with what you're saying to bitches i wonder what happens if like by june if like if what i feel is gonna happen is i feel like um I feel like Bioware genuinely cares about Anthem. I think they genuinely believe in the vision that they have in the game. And so I I even said on Twitter that like I would be supporting this game through good or bad. And so like I'm not going to like fall back cuz some people said the game is bad. Like I'm going to continue playing this game. I'm going to continue streaming this game. And people that come into my stream trying to say get dead game or the game's trash or something like that, you're just going to get banned and that's just what it is. Like I'm just because like a whole bunch of people on the internet said the game is bad, it's not going to take away my enjoyment of the game. And that's like 75 hours in. So they can suck it. Mm. I feel like I feel like a lot of people, especially on YouTube, because uh, obviously the people who are getting these uh, these opinions who come in your chat and come in my chat, these are the yeah. people who I feel like wa- yeah they watch these YouTube videos and these YouTube videos have been nothing but like really really bad. It's not even criticism at this point. It's just outright shitting on the game. Like you're not even saying anything that's like that's like I can think about. Oh well, on the other hand, like I I could take the game like this. No, you're just saying like that the game is outright shit, and I don't feel like that's fair at all. I don't feel like that's fair to do for this game, especially like you said, like when you get into like the four and five territories. Like you're saying, like it's a it's like unplayable, damn near unplayable. Yeah, Joe gave it a four. Like that means it's not even playable. What are you talking? I'm like I'm like come on now. That's that is outright ridiculous. So like. People are legit now trying to make me feel bad for liking the game. And I'm like, are we really at this point now? Like, what are we doing here? Are we actually trying to enjoy the video games? Or are we just taking everyone's opinion who happened to not like the game because uh, because A, B, and C, when A, B, and C already got fixed or is outright not true, and you're not taking your own opinion from playing the game yourself, um, at face value you're taking other people's opinion just to say oh well this game is shit what are, what are we doing here as a community uh here now because I don't, I don't feel like this is this is the way that we sh- uh this is not, definitely not the way that we should be uh treating every situation here like are we are we going to enjoy these video games or are we just going to shit on them because half of these people that are doing a review or or any type of video on any of these games it doesn't seem like they're actually enjoying any games they're just looking for anything possibly negative just to shit on it I remember too. We used to joke about like on YouTube, like 
back at back like a few years ago back when it was kind of like the let's play era where everybody was just screaming like pewdiepie like all this gaming content is just fucking idiotic and it'd be nice if we could find if the, if the community <laughs> if the community went back to like just really talking about having games fun. and their love yeah. and having fun with this shit and now it feels like we're on the opposite end of the spectrum that era has died and now we're on the era of the fake intellect and niggas just hating on every fucking thing and it's just like i don't what do you um, think is next like because I, I do agree. I think we're like in a fat, we're in a trend area. Like, I feel like the, the YouTube community, when it comes to gaming, they just. Why can't it be in the side. middle? Why can't we have fun, be silly, and then also like talk about game being. While being the algorithm lo- doesn't allow like in between. I'm not mad. Streams I'm not mad at anybody talking about the subjects. It's just like, it seems like nobody's level headed about anything anymore. That's because like the past couple of years, trolling has just skyrocketed and people are addicted to trolling and the negative commentation commentating and feedback that they get so it's just like who can be the biggest troll and who can get the most outrage out of someone and that's what brings people back and that's what brings people into the comic session except for having fun with the game or anything in social media now Mm. yeah i feel that um like i said this is this is a tough one to this is a tough one to call like only time is going to tell where anthem lands um, the question is, y'all think uh, when the division comes out next month, you think they're gonna shit on that game too? Yes, definitely. <laughs> Absolutely, the same channels are gonna make uh, gonna make a thousand videos about the division next. Ubisoft's approach to game development is problematic, and nobody's talking about it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because, like, yeah, the big three—I feel like they get shit on with any game that they come out with. Ubisoft, EA, and Activision. It doesn't matter what game comes out. They're always going to find something negative about it. Even if they possibly get a win, it's just because of their past. That's the reason why they're just like going to shit on everything else that comes out in the future. I, I like this game, but I, uh, I'm just letting you know. Like Apex. Is the game enjoyable solo queuing, though? Like, or, I, I or have you guys done it? I, I'm solo queue, but but the thing the thing is when you solo queue, it match makes you with other people because it's always yeah. online. Oh, okay. That's actually one of the arguments. That's actually one of the arguments I seen somebody arguing with a developer on Twitter about. He was saying you lie, you guys lied uh, at E3. You said you'll be able to play this game by yourself, um, and like. I can understand where he, I can understand where he's coming from because he said he basically saying he just wants to play it by himself, no matchmaking yeah. with other people. Um, and technically, Bioware didn't lie. You can you play can. it by yourself. You, you it just match makes it just match makes you with other people. But it's like I understand his frustration. He wanted to play it by himself, but I'm like, is it a reason to really get that mad? You're calling developers out of their name and this that. No, you can make a you can make a private party, so you can play by yourself. Oh, they okay. just don't recommend it. Yeah, people yeah, don't just, even see that option. You can literally make a private party. Yeah, yeah, does it does change? The only thing that's like skills. free play, yeah, like okay. free play and strongholds require that you have to be public. Like you can't private. Like story, you can play the entire story by yourself. You do not have to play with anybody. Um, it's just those two game modes are the only things in the entire game that like you have to have people with, and it makes sense. Like they're like, yeah, there's no way you're probably going to be able to solo um, a a stronghold at this time. Maybe in the future we'll have enough gear that like probably you could play it on easy and do it all by yourself. But they want strongholds to be like a cooperative experience where you have to use teamwork. Um, and like, Why do you uh, want to play a cloud game play? where you don't play use the combo system? I, I, I don't know. <laughs> and, and it's like combo. The combo system is literally built on like just teamwork and synergy. And that's another pro about the game that I feel no one talks about. Is like Anthem's the first like I'd say cooperative game where like um compared to looter shooter um compared to all the other looter shooters currently on the market, whether it's Warframe, whether it's um 
what's the other ones uh division whether it's uh whatever other ones none of them i feel really have each of their uh the people on your team synergize well with each other i just feel like at the end of the day like the division doesn't do it very well um i don't feel like warframe does it very it's just well team either. shooting like on the it's division shooting. it's like focus firing and stuff like that and i don't feel the ability to really spawn out like in this game i feel like the game truly doesn't it's not afraid to give you like crazy amounts of power like broken amounts of power and where i feel like each of the different classes have their own identity and their pros and cons and you can synergize them together I, and i feel like that's just something that's like sorely lacking in this type of like types of games but no one talks about that everyone just says that like it's just a bad game and no one's like trying to say well what has this game done that other looter shooters i think there's like two like it's like maybe three maybe five points you can make about anthem does these things way better than any other looter shooter i would say story it does way better than a majority of looter shooters i would say combat's way more um clean and precise i would say uh its power scaling is ridiculous compared to other looter shooters it really allows it really like um it doesn't shy away from like giving you power it just says here you want power you can get power just do this just do that I feel like that's just something that like none of these videos are ever going to give this like that uh, anthem that type of credit. So it is what it is. I'm having fun with the game. I'm enjoying it. I've got 75 hours on it. So none of these people can tell me shit. <laughs> <laughs> there you have it. That was a that was a pretty long, a good one right there. I told um, you it'd be long. Only time will tell. Let's uh, talk about the other game they hate. Uh, <laughs> What's the uh, next game? Let's uh, well, no, nobody hates this one. I don't think. Uh, we're gonna switch over to Apex Legends. So this oh, game, nope, kinda... IEA. nope. <laughs> <laughs> so Apex Legends came out of nowhere. Um, it was rumored like a few days before it launched that uh, Respawn was working on a shooter, and then they did an event with all the big streamers and YouTubers. Um, um, they announced the game, and it was available to play the day that they announced the game, which I thought was really cool. A really cool way to announce it, and everybody's been jumping on it. People have been enjoying it. It is a first-person shooter based in the universe of Titanfall, um, but there's no Titans. Um, it mixes Battle Royale with kind of like the Overwatch uh, abilities, like there's classes and stuff like that. So it adds like a new dynamic to the uh, Battle Royale genre. There's a couple of unique features. The ping system is amazing. Um, you can drop together with friends so that nobody gets lost like an idiot. Um and just people have really been flocking to it. Uh, Jay, how you feeling about Apex Legends? Man, Apex is like refreshing for the Battle Royale scene. I was honestly to the point where I wasn't really feeling any other Battle Royale game. I was just kind of done with it. But then Apex Legends came out and like we've all been playing like almost nonstop. If it wasn't for Anthem, I'll say we'd probably all be playing Apex Legends uh, majorly right now. Um, I really like the fact that, uh, again, I know that, um, that no man and Siggy will probably battle me to death over this, but, uh, as far as like Fortnite is concerned, when you want to compare it, I think that a lot of people did not like Fortnite because, you know, one of the main aspects of the building, everybody just wants to shoot. Yeah, I know you don't. So everybody just wants to shoot. And I know I played it for a little bit, but that was kind of one of my gripes as well. Like, honestly, yes, I could get good. I could get better at it, but <laughs> it, it was just something that I just, I didn't feel the satis- uh, the satisfaction on building a damn mansion just to kill one opponent. Like, mm-hmm. I'm sorry. That's just, that's just not me. I watch other people play it, but that's just not what I prefer. I want to, I want to prove that I can shoot better than you. And I feel like with Apex Legends, uh, with the system that they had, they pretty much like address all the issues that we've had in all these uh, previous Battle Royale games. You mentioned a ping system. The ping system is fucking amazing. Like I've never seen something so intuitive that you can literally go into a match with randoms and you don't have to talk to them uh, not once. You don't have to type. You have to do anything. You can ping anything, including enemies. Like that's that's just amazing right there. 
um the fact that you know all of the legend that they uh that they have have unique abilities that can help you in combat i feel like that's great uh the fact that oh, we have a- just to explain for the people who haven't played the reason the ping system is amazing is like let's say you find a gun and you already have a nice gun if you ping that gun your character will speak out loud hey there's say this gun right is. here like they specifically yes. say what they see Flat so you don't need to speak Ar- to armor them. guns enemies you whatever literally don't you don't have to speak it. to anybody Damn in the game ammo everything everything has a ping system it's, it's, it's so strange. simple it's like who why did anybody think of that like, <laughs> exactly exactly it's it's amazing Too busy um to worry about microtransactions yeah it's funny because yeah, it's a ea game that's what it is yeah, <laughs> yeah it is, it is, it is a EA game but I'm, i mean i'm liking pretty much every aspect of it the only negative that i have about it and again this is the pc version is i feel like it's not well optimized just yet i'm still having a lot of uh a lot of issues when i'm just running around it kind of like lags a little bit um, and I don't know if that's the server side or if that's just overall optimization. Um, but besides that, because that's one of my only gripes. Besides, uh, I actually know it's another gripe, um, and that's kind of the loop system. <laughs> uh, the oh. Loop system is kind of is kind of trash at times. Uh, finding a gun or whatever, you find like all the ammo and armor and everything, but you can't find a gun. So that's that's kind of weird. I feel like if they scale that a little bit and fix optimization on PC at least. Um, then it'll be good, and and then we'll we'll talk about the other aspects later. But overall, man, like for a game coming out of nowhere, even though you know we gotta say RP to Titanfall three, because um, I know a lot of people were expecting that. Um, but even though we gotta say RP to that, I think that I think the respawn did an amazing job, and I know the EA is liking liking the money that they're getting off of it. So, uh, what about you, Gold? How you feel about it? I think the game is great. It's uh it's very refreshing. It's sad to say that uh, I'm kind of done with Battle Royales, though. I think Fortnite dragged on for a little too long and kind of killed the genre for me. Mm. But it is refreshing. I do play a couple games when my friends are on just to to play something different. And the combat system and how each operator has its own special abilities does bring the finesse to it that I I guess I was looking for and and that lacked in Fortnite because it's all about building. But... Yeah, it's it's a fun game when I'm in the mood for it. Mm, okay, okay. I think uh, I enjoy the game. I think my biggest problem is not even the game; it's the community. This this game feels so great. The movement and this, that, and the third. It's like where were y'all when Titanfall Two was out? Because uh, fucking no, no, we keeping it real out here, no, bro. We keeping it real. Either. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking it, it. The game is literally a watered down Titanfall two. It moves exactly the same. That was the first thing I said. But I was like, oh, this is great. It feels exactly like Titanfall two. It just doesn't have wall running uh, and Titans, uh, but and double jumping, which I wish they'd add back. Yeah, but it's it's like it's the same exact games. Like you guys like the watered down version, but you don't like the full version, like. It, it it maybe if, it, it makes me think maybe if Titanfall two had a battle royale mode with like no titans maybe it would have survived it would have done a little bit better. No, but. Put the titans in battle royale. We need titans from a technical standpoint. That ain't happening, bro. I know. That'd be mech I, royale. Like okay, okay, but they could do it. They could just be like um. I don't know like maybe it's like a loot drop and it's like a gold one like you know how like the the gold ones drop with the care packages so one person's gonna have a titan no no, not one but you know how in the end game of apex they start these care packages are randomly coming down with the blue icons on the map and Mm. those are the ones that usually drop the gold guns and that's Mm. like the best weapon in the game like maybe they those can start dropping like a a call for titanfall and you can get a titan to like drop down so then i like the uh... like have like titans at it at the end of the game. I think it was you. Know, you. I like the idea you came up with the other day was like where maybe they have like a new game mode where like it starts off as a regular battle royale, but then if you're in the like the top five last teams, then yeah, titans titan spawn and then it becomes a titan battle at the end. 
That would be mm-hmm. kind of cool. I think, be, I think that now they actually are going to come out with another game mode that will have wall running and Titan. So I'm gonna be I'm, in that shit. I, I want to see how now, this if they is add that. Yeah, play. I will be on it like crack. Uh, yeah. Yeah. What's the name? I just want more movement. Like I feel like the game has great movement right now. Like it feels like Call of Duty, but Pathfinder's a tease. More refined. Yeah, but Pathfinder's just a small tease of this. Like I wish we all had grapples. Fuck. Like give us all a fucking grapple. Let's go fucking insane. Let's do like some arena shooter type shit. Like I think that'd be a lot of fun. But um and I feel like um that's like kind of like what Fort Fortnite has like that verticality, but it's because of all the stupid ass building. But I feel like if if respawn can add that sort of like verticality to the game too, just through like actual movement and not using stupid building blocks, I feel like that would be really dope. I think the and time Fortnite to kill game. is too long too. Uh I, I'm I'm tired of putting yeah. two whole taking two whole clips to get somebody, once, bro. Once I feel you like see the that armor gold armor needs to be scaled. Yeah, once you see oh, that yeah. gold armor on yeah, you better just <laughs> don't even fight somebody. Yeah, just, just like, nerf the little bit. Turn around. turn around or bend over. That's it. It, it's, it. It was a lot of like I'd be behind somebody and I'd put a whole clip in them and they just run away. They get in the corner and then re up on their shield because they had you know the little extra shields and it's just like eh, that kind of turns maybe, me off. Like I feel like that might make me quit in the long run. Maybe maybe they can add a piece of equipment into the game, like kind of how like you know how they have turbocharger and all these other things for specific guns to give them new attributes. Mm-hmm. Maybe they could add something into the game for some of the guns, if not all the guns, where like it has armor piercing rounds or something like that. Mm-hmm. And they can like mm-hmm. extra damage. Yeah, or like get through armor faster. That would be fire. Yeah, yeah. I think that, that would help balance it out. They should or, think they should probably make it the uh, the heavy ammo d- does that. So now a yeah. lot everybody's not running around with these fire fast firing rate like, SMGs. Yeah. So they have to carry a heavy ammo to right. burn through the armor. Like give the green ammo if you have a gun with green ammo. Like maybe all those guns will, mm-hmm. you can get up up like because they already have slower fire rates. Right, yeah, like since they're all slower and they're heavy, maybe they should do it where I, I think stat wise they do more damage, but like maybe you mm-hmm. should give it where now there's like a new piece of like hop like gadget or something like that that will like boost, like make those bullets do armor piercing. And I feel like that could help maybe with the issue of people feeling like it's armor. Cause I do feel like that where if I like, especially early game, if you go up against someone who has purple armor, you're just, you're not gonna win that. It's not gonna happen unless like their aim is just trash. Um, uh, the peacekeeper is god um i pray to that gun every single night before i start shooting at people with it um the guns are really oh they just need to delete the mozambique that gun just needs to go no one wants that gun and uh just they just need to add stuff that was in titanfall 2 just literally just take all the shit in titanfall 2 and just throw it in the fucking apex and i feel like the game will just be better for it literally literally just put titanfall 2 in the game and just rename just, it apex at this point just like just just fucking just just give us titanfall 2 at this point wow this is really good like what like where were you guys in 2016 <laughs> it's so funny though because you guys are busy playing shitty battlefield one and shitty fucking call of duty infinite warfare I hate you they were hey but at least they uh they brought the uh the servers back for titanfall 2 because people actually went back and, and played it. it was like ten thousand people there so they i played were like, it last oh, okay. week and i almost started crying bro because it oh Oh, man. It is the best shooter game. that I've played like in the past five or six years. Like, yeah, it is such a good game. It's ridiculous, and people so. just didn't love it. They don't love you till you're gone. Yeah. Um, so maybe this will maybe this will be that'll be resurrected. Uh, what do you think that they'll have to do long term to keep people playing it? Because like right now it's dominating Fortnite, but it's like it, the question is always like, well, what about a month from now, two months from now? Drop that season pass. Give us new legends. Give us Titans. And I would cop a season pass. I'm not gonna lie. I probably would. I'm a copy. I mean, at least season one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh do not add like what Fortnite does. Like don't add vehicles. I guess Titans qualifies vehicles, but I'm fine with Titans because that's fuck, like, fuck vehicles. Just let us wall run. Damn. Yeah, like let us wall run. I think that would be really dope. Or or better yet, if you're trying to balance the game, this is what I said too. I think some people posted it. 
put uh, the main character that's in Titanfall 2, because lore-wise, he should still be in this universe, put him in the game as a legend and allow him, it's Cooper, make Cooper the ability that he's a pilot that he can wall run. So, like, maybe there's, like, so one... only one team player can... Team player. Uh, yeah, so only, like, one... Okay. That would help him balance yeah, some people yeah. who complain about, all oh, these persons double jump shit. It's, like, if it's just one person, then on top of that, that helps also, like, the, the um health of the game because then the energy stars in the game then become a more valuable item because the energy stars basically kill your momentum so that could like effectively be a counter to like people who are playing cooper game design we eat those you know you know i'm out here you know i'm making a game check out at www.samurai0.com you know we out here you know ea you know if you need somebody you know i'm out here Mm, okay okay i like that idea um but yeah we'll see long term i like the game it's got some problems but I, I, I'm still going to play it. I think everybody else is here. Too. It is going to have to throw some more money into it. I can already say that right now because there were a lot of Fortnite people like that first week. Oh, my God. Every pretty much every Fortnite person went to play Apex Legends and they had a tournament for it, too. But uh, Epic countered. So now they're about to have that. Yeah, how y'all feel about that? Tournament yeah, how y'all feel so, about that? <laughs> <laughs> With my they, current connections, I cannot speak. I will plead the fifth. <laughs> they knew what they were doing. They knew what they were doing. I can speak for it. I've when people go try like the reason i fell in love with fortnite is because i played it when it was like low-key and no one like in the beginning of it so it was like just something fun to play and then that's when all the streamers started playing and it just started getting hype and try hard now i can i can barely make it to 50 people left on on the field before i, I get fucking drop shotted by a, a 15 year old or a 13 year old off a, a yeah <laughs> I, the the skill gap is just if it went right by me so that's why it's just like once once the streamers the, the twitch streamers start getting jumping on it i'm like oh i got like probably a week before i'm i'm out of the league and i can't even compete with half these guys apex is already like that because i was two weeks yeah. late to the game because i was traveling and then when i finally got a chance to fucking play yeah. the game i was <laughs> yeah, like yo knew. this game is full of neckbeards already <laughs> jesus like that's why i kind of wanted to like fall behind fortnite and like i want these like big try hard to go back to fortnite so then it'll be like a community of yeah, like we need like a ranking system but yeah. then <laughs> oh yeah that's another thing if they had a ranking system because fortnite i don't know why they refuse to add a ranking system they're doing all these skirmishes and shit but they're not adding a rank mode like if they had a rank mode to apex i will be on that shit like trying to get better and better at the game and like they only had them as uh as ltm events how would you yeah, how would you how would you track too. rankings though so you do the same thing like League of Legends and the rest of them do. You go into a queue and you play some placements and that will determine like, because the thing I like about Apex is Apex scores you off of everything you do in the game. It's not just uh, Fortnite where it's like, it's either you win or you lose. That you only get point, you know, you only advance in Fortnite by like completing challenges and winning. In Apex, if you look at the end game screen, even when you die, you just surviving a long period of time you killing a lot of people even if you don't get number one can still net you a lot of experience granted the most amount of experience you can get is winning the game but the game doesn't screw you by basically saying well if you can't make it to like the number if you can't win then there's like you're not going to progress in like the progression system instead it's like it calculates how many kills you've gotten how many revives you've gotten um how many um what is it how long you survive like the longer you survive in the match you actually get xp for that how much damage Um, you give out how much damage you give out how much damage you heal like all these things give you points so i feel like if they do a system like this it's like yeah if you you have to win to get up the tiers but obviously you can only have one person win out of 100 people or was it 80 people 90 people in this game so obviously like to balance it out i think it'd be more of how much score wise are you getting and then maybe that they can find like an algorithm that can work well saying like if you're scoring very well obviously and if you're winning 
you can like if you win matches you can boost up to your ranks faster but if you are like you know like, let's say like you have a lot of points every match then like like that points per game average that you have that could determine where you are in the ranking system mm-hmm. i'm giving away this shit for free they i'm gonna shut up i'm gonna start charging people this is ridiculous yeah tell them to cut the check yeah cut the check respawn if you if you if you take my idea i'm telling you you better cut the check <laughs> i mean it's documented so <laughs> <I'm just saying. laughs> the pokemon mobile might be real too so your boy mm-hmm. might be right okay 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 um let's see uh i didn't play this but jay ethos did you play uh the division beta division two gold no i didn't get to it all right well uh jay you got the you got the floor on this one so like since the last podcast the division two beta came out haven't gotten a chance to play it i'm like whatever i'll just wait till the full game comes out uh what's your impressions on the game uh jay um i mean the game technically was solid um i feel like it was kind of more the division one with the parts that we played until we got to the end game once we got to the end game boy now that was pretty fun um, but obviously you got to grind to get up there. So it may be something just from the end game alone that I'll go ahead and pick up and, and put some time into. I'm just hoping that Ubisoft overall learned all of their mistakes from the uh, from the first division, which it looks like they have for the most part. Because uh, I know like afterwards, like a year after uh, the division came out and everybody, well, not everybody, but a certain amount of people did go back to it. And they're like, oh, well, you know, the game is actually pretty, pretty all right now. So I'm hoping that, again, they learned all of that stuff. But I think technically it was fun and again like the end game stuff that was you're not uh, gonna tell us specifically what made you happy with the end game the end game i don't know I mean, shit be, about the end game you were beefed up you <laughs> had all the new enemy faction and all the, the yeah game. the legendary and, and epic weapons and uh and the you had like a specialist character like the grenader sniper um it's even a person with the crossbow um so you had all those characters to play around with and they just give you a uh, gave you a taste of what you can do in the end game so i found that part very very uh challenging uh, I played with Ethos and Ace on that one, so that was it was pretty fun running through. That's who went down the most. <laughs> Not, uh, I'm gonna go with Ace actually, for 500. They don't play it was actually me that time. <laughs> actually, it was JG. Sensational. It was actually me that time. It was just um, a beta, though. So it was a beta. Yeah, yeah it, was just, it was just a beta, but it, it was a you know a nice little snippet of uh, of what they could potentially do. So I'm I mean I'm with it. I think I'm convinced enough to purchase it. You uh you recently you recently visited DC. How you feel about the way that they interpreted it in the game? You felt like it was accurate. It's a lot. I didn't bad. really see much from the. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't really see or notice much. Everything was fucking broken down. So I can't say. Oh man, this is <laughs> yeah, this is, this is an accurate representation of DC. <laughs> DC, right? That's the main reason I'm excited. Yeah, I'm really excited. I'm excited because I'm from this area, and I'm like, you know what? I just want to see if they're gonna recreate the area like. looking nice and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You would you would be a better bet than me. I I mean, I was in DC, but I didn't like I didn't see that much, and I can't like. I'm like, damn, you saw y'all put this in the game. I remember this spot. This where I this where I ate some booty. Um, but anyways, <laughs> Ethos, uh, what you think about the beta? Um, so I mean, we—I remember you, me, and I forgot who else it was. We played the division when the game first came out. And we didn't really like it. Like for us, I feel like it was like a six. It wasn't that great. We played yep. it for like a month and then we just put it down. Um, we didn't really see the appeal to it. Um, I went back with like a DX. I went back and I played the division again when he was playing it. Like this is like a year after. I, th- I remember you remember that little span of time I was playing it in the summer. Mm-hmm. There's nothing else to play. Mm-hmm. Um, and I actually came to like the game uh, because like it was a very fleshed out. All the updates made the game like pretty interesting. There's a lot of challenges in the game. There's a lot of loot in the game. Um, those like specialists like are not specialists the different like builds you can get with different armor pieces gear sets the gear sets were pretty interesting i actually i hope anthem does something like that <laughs> bioware um but um overall when i play the division two it feels like 
Division 1.5. And I don't mean that in a bad way. A lot of people say that shit negatively, but when your game is good, it's like, um, I agree. It's just like, you should build on what made your game, like what the parts that like didn't work, um, like fix those parts or change those parts and try something different. And then, and keep the stuff that works. And I feel like the division at the end of its life cycle, like a lot of stuff worked really well. So it feels um, like division what division one like should have been is what you're saying yeah yeah it feels like i feel like this game for what me and jg experienced it feels like what i thought the division one was going to be obviously like i i wanted the division one to be more of a survival game and less of like a looter you know like bullet spongy type of game but i've like i've just come to accept that's the type of game it is and i don't criticize it for that anymore mm-hmm. um but like overall like it was fun especially the end game stuff like it was a legit challenge um the thing though is i feel like and this is going to be the biggest issue for me and this is just a personal issue um it's going to be hard for me to like because i got the game already um shout outs to dubstep dragon he's the goat um it's going to be hard for me to transition to this game after playing anthem when like Mm. anthem gives you so much movement freedom and now the division is the complete polar opposite where you're grounded you barely get any mobility options you're hiding behind cover it's very gears of war ish so i feel like that's going to be the biggest like it might be a turnoff for me where like i've been playing anthem for you know for the past couple weeks and then i just turned to like the division as the next looter shooter and i play this and then how like you know how um weird is it going to be for me to train you know mentally transition between something that gives you complete fluid freedom to something that's more grounded and pop shotting so we'll see you don't want to take back your government son uh, not really they ain't done shit for me wow i agree that was deep. that was too deep that was too deep <laughs> <laughs> all right well uh, i mean the game comes out march 15th so i mean that's just some of their impressions of the beta um i'm sure we'll be streaming that as well um so look out for the division two. Oh yeah you're yeah, yeah, yeah i get every yeah, Ubisoft yeah, game yeah, 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 i still yeah. i got far cry i still ain't play that shit yeah <laughs> <laughs> one day i will though uh i seen dx say that shit is fire though i seen him on the timelines and it was fire yeah i was surprised um before we move on to the news section of the show, just a couple of announcements. I mean, it's like the end of the February and this episode is going to drop. But in just case you didn't know, uh, free games for Xbox and PlayStation. On the Xbox, you guys get Bloodstained, Curse of Moon, uh, Super Bomberman R, Assassin's Creed Rogue, and Star Wars Jedi Knight Academy. Ooh, um, that's good. That's good stuff. And then on the PlayStation, you guys get For Honor, Hitman, the complete first season, Metal Gear Solid 4, Guns of Patriots. Uh, dive kick Gunhouse, oh. and rogue aces that's actually a we really get, good lineup you get four mm-hmm. the, the fourth game not the fifth yeah metal gear solid four yeah like how does that work it, it came to ps4 i thought it was on ps3 no no no, no. that's for ps3 my bad oh, God. okay i thought it came to ps4 I was you had to boot up that ps3 to get it i don't got one. i think this is like the last month or like the second to last month yeah that's what i was gonna say aren't they the ending PS3 games yeah yep. for ps3 they're oh, ending oh, it this month like uh, do you lose access to those games or you get them forever i don't know that's a good question i don't know Oof, okay. I would think you would get them forever after that. No, nah, I think but... you would lose them because remember they're cutting off uh PSN yeah, access to PS3 like in the next like this is the last year I think for PS3. Yeah, but once it's downloaded on your system, that's what I'm saying. Like you should be able to keep it. I thought Unless it was like you're DRM. Like you... a check, yeah. Like, isn't there a check? Because like when you lose PSN, it disables you from you playing those games. Yeah, no, but good. for that's for PlayStation Four. PlayStation Four locks your games, but I don't right. believe PlayStation Three locks them. It doesn't. Okay, I don't think so. I'm going to find me. out. I'm gonna download it. Yeah, I'm gonna say, yo, Griffin. This guy. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, those are the games. You, uh, those are the games you're gonna be getting on the uh, those two respective consoles. All right, so getting into the news. Um, 
Let's talk a little bit of Xbox. Uh, one of the biggest rumors of the past week is that the Xbox is rumored to be getting bringing their Game Pass program to the Nintendo Switch. If you're not familiar with the Game Pass, uh, they have over 100 plus games. I think it's like $10 a month that you get access to. It's basically like a Netflix style of games. You can download and play all those games as long as you pay the $10 a month, which is actually a really good deal um, if you're an Xbox person, especially because like I wouldn't pay $60 for fucking Crackdown but or Sea of Thieves. But if you can pay $10 to get both, why not? Um, and it's rumored that that program is going to be being imported into the Nintendo Switch. And it's also rumored that it might even have like cross platform save. So like when Gears of War 5 comes out, you'll be Oof. able to play Gears 5 on the Xbox and on the Switch on the go. And I'm not going to lie. If this is real, I'm with it, bro. Cause it's someone who like the Switch is a blessing if you travel and being able to play like Gears of War 5 on the go and make Nomad watch the Nomad and Nomad <laughs> Killer go at it live <laughs> and watch them get mad. This shit is fire, depending on the pricing. Like if it's only ten dollars a month, I I might subscribe oh, to it on my Switch. Definitely. Yeah. Not every month, but like months where I know I'm gonna travel, I'll drop ten bucks and uh so I can get access to my Xbox games. Uh, what, what do y'all think about this rumor? Um great. Xbox been in his bag since uh, E three this last year or last year so you think crackdowns in the bag <laughs> <laughs> that's one one no, thing okay i it, haven't played so i'm not gonna criticize it because i have not well, so. for what i've seen in the gameplay to be I, honest crackdown doesn't look it, terrible to be fair the only people I've seen shit on the game are people who have not played the game. I have seen multiple people who said it they looks played like the game, Crackdown. It they doesn't said look terrible. It's fun if you like the first game, and I like the first game of Crackdown, so I might get Crackdown three, but it's not on PC. So I think I the problem with it. Crackdown three is people are projecting like we waited like five years to get the game, and it's like oh, it's just basically Crackdown one remastered. I think that and people are taking that and just running with it and giving it an even lower score. But to be honest, it doesn't look terrible. It's just it's just fun to make fun of it. That's all. <laughs> Uh, what about you, uh, Gold? Would you uh, subscribe to this? You got a Switch? No, I don't have a Switch. I've been meaning to get one, but yeah. this is this is this is enticing. This is very enticing. It's weighing me. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out when they're gonna add the Pornhood app. Uh, what about you, Jay? This guy. Oh, uh, oh you don't got your Switch jailbroken? Oh, <laughs> you got to show me after the show. <laughs> I'll link it. Don't worry, I got This is very interesting. I was confused initially when we heard the news. I was like, why the hell would you want the Xbox app on your Switch? Like, what are you going to do with that? Um, this is very interesting that Microsoft and Nintendo have been like, playing very friendly like like what's going on with them are they are they trying to low-key team up so they could take down sony like i don't know like they're they're just being way too friendly with this stuff but if the whole thing about the the crossplay stuff and and maybe you you know are able to play some xbox games on the switch i think that's the thing that entices me the most because i don't care about the app at all like why would i want to even use the app on the switch i don't i don't see any reason for me doing that but um but if they do allow the other stuff like actually playing um microsoft games on the switch then yeah i'll be i'll be interested in that Mm, okay okay um like i said pricing i think is the main thing and then also stability because uh in the article they were saying that uh you're not gonna be able to download the games it'll be streaming um Mm -hmm so it's like what's that gonna look like i've used i've used playstation now i think that's what it's called on my vita and it was pretty good it was almost like one-to-one it felt like it felt like i was playing a real game the only thing that i didn't like about it was there was a little bit of pixelation so you could tell that you were streaming the game it was like what's that image quality gonna look like and what's the latency gonna be like because i feel like streaming fighting games or even streaming streaming shooters i feel like that would be hard to do because you need to be so so precise 
um you might get that ass beat online trying to play some games like that but what does it even matter i mean this is all rumors it's all speculation take it all with a grain of salt none of this is confirmed by microsoft or nintendo it's uh it's one of those times you're gonna have to wait and see for it to play out um so master chief confirmed for uh, smash uh something like that uh <laughs> um another rumor that just came out the other day is the next xbox is rumored to be revealed at e3 2019 and although this is a rumor i tend to believe it because i mean e3 2018 they announced that they were working on it i think what they call it like scarlet or some shit like that um and the rumor for this one is they're gonna actually full-blown reveal at e3 2019 it's rumored that halo infinite will be a launch title for it it's gonna launch 2020 um and there's gonna it's gonna come in two different um two different form factors the code name from the from the article is these form factors is going to be the xbox anaconda which is really weird um and then xbox lockhart but these are just code names um the the anaconda will be like a cheaper solution probably have like a smaller hard drive or something like that and less computing power and the lockhart is supposed to be more powerful kind of like the xbox one x but even more powerful and more expensive it's gonna be like a premium one and i would imagine because they're doing this two things set up um games are probably developers gonna have to make two versions of the game and both and it has to run be able to run on both um so with that in mind let's pretend like this is true uh gold what do you feel like xbox needs to do to get back on top because they definitely dominated uh not this generation but the previous with the xbox 360 what do they need to do they need to have put out more games they're lacking content they're their ips they need to step it up they need they need gears to come back halo it just, I think they need to step it up. You don't want no original games? Oh, yeah, having original games, but how long is it going to take? They've been, they've been, PlayStation has been overshadowing them. Well, and- they announced that they acquired seven studios last year. Um, so that, and I mean, they had, they, they had already acquired those studios. They had them for some time. They just announced it at E3. And they're saying it's going to launch 2020. If that's the case, that means all those studios have been working on their games for at least two years. There's a possibility it could have a good day one lineup when I think about it. I don't know. So then we should, we should see. We should see when it comes up. Yeah. 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 Uh, Jay, I know you're a big Xbox fan. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what do you want from a new Xbox? I mean, Gold Era said it best. You need the games. Like, I'm so tired of these uh these negative things about microsoft and xbox just because they don't have any games like i think overall like it's it's a good system it's a decent system but there's just nothing to play on it so i i need something to play on it for, like for me to uh to be invested in it and the second thing they need to do is uh make sure that every game that comes out on the new xbox comes out on pc so i don't have to buy one so there you go Oh my lord! <laughs> <laughs> Why even buy a new Xbox? But uh, you say that like exactly. that won't happen. Didn't they announce that program where every Xbox game is coming to the uh, the PC? What was that shit they announced? Uh, uh, I forgot the name. But uh, you remember when people thought that we were crazy because apparently we were the only ones that heard um, Phil Spencer say that they were going to bring out another Xbox. Yeah. And now it wasn't supposed to come out. So people year. really didn't hear that at E3. Like, no, they didn't. Apparently, we were the only <laughs> ones who were halfway paying attention. That's crazy. Uh, interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, they definitely announced they were working on one. Whatever. Um, what do you think, Ethos? Um, yeah, cool. Um, I agree with JG. I'm tired of I'm tired of Xbox being low key. I'm tired of them being humble. It's time for them to come back and uh talk that shit for 20 uh because i'm not gonna lie they caught sony with their pants down last year like that was embarrassing what sony pulled out and um xbox just came out and was just like yo we got this going on we got this going on we got this the future i feel like um 
they know they messed up on the Xbox One, and I feel like they're gonna they learned a lot from that. And I really like the direction Xbox is going, which seems to be um more like online like being able to play your games from anywhere being able to cross save being able to cross platform i really like this like this new uh goals that it seems like they're reaching with xbox at the end of the day the only thing that's gonna matter biggest of all these things is like what games they're gonna have and gears 5 looked interesting um granted i wasn't that in love with gears 4 i thought it was solid but gears 5 might be able to like turn my opinion around on that um uh what else is there halo infinite i mean we don't know jack about this game you know so there's not much we can we don't we don't know a lot about this game we don't know what it's gonna be about exactly we don't know like story setting i've never been a huge halo fan either way so i mean but i'll try it out if it's on pc um because i feel like halo will be god's here on pc with keyboard and mouse and um yeah just uh, the biggest thing i say i'm excited about this whole thing is um that um they acquired Ninja Theory, which are the people who made Senua's uh, Hellblade Senua's Sacrifice. So I'm very curious Ninja Gaiden to see what game. Yeah, and Ninja Gaiden. So I'm very curious to see uh, what game they're possibly working on. I think there was rumors that Ninja Gaiden was going to be exclusive on Xbox. That's uh, what I heard. I'm ready I remember for it. I, heard that. I love that franchise. Yeah, I've heard that that's why they acquired them, was that they were planning on either like helping make a, another game like Senua, like Hellblade, like another indie type game like Hellblade, or that they acquired them because they want them to make a big, I just want that genre like, to Ninja be Gaiden. resurrected, the hack and slash ninja Gaiden, bayonetta devil may cry i love those games where it's like it's a hack and slash but it's like still skill based i love mm. those games that's one of my favorite genres hack and slash fucking mm. beat that ass um main thing i i want to see from the new xbox and this sounds goofy as fuck but i'm sorry the xbox one x is and xbox one s and xbox one all, all these fucking configurations the, the ui is just fucking awful um the, the panel ui I don't, I don't i don't know if you guys with the xbox 360 back in the day like when it first came out they had the um like the little folder kind of set up not that but the one after it uh with the with the sliding panels and you had like your avatar that one was okay to me like that ui like something like that just simple and clean because this new ui on the xbox i don't know if y'all seen me stream my xbox one x i it takes me like 10 minutes to get to a game i'm like where did the game download to like yeah i saw you struggling to uh uninstall kingdom hearts yeah i was trying to uninstall that shit yeah (laughs) i'm like where do i go to uninstall it's just too many menus i'm like who thinks this is good bro the ps4 it's simple and it's clean i know how to get to my fucking game i feel like an old man using the xbox one x i'm like and it's just terrible ui so please clean up the ui for the next xbox it's no need for all the extra shit um but we'll see We'll see. Uh, Nintendo news. Uh, Reggie fils retires. Um, he's replaced by a guy named Doug Bowser, so the internet was going crazy because now Bowser runs Nintendo. Oh! <laughs> oh um, he's evil. And but the most interesting thing about this story is uh, young Draco, a.k.a. King Soldier, made uh, Reggie retire, as he says. How y'all think uh, young Draco made Reggie retire? He put too much heat on him, dog. He threatened him. He said he gonna pull up with the Dracos. Reggie said, no, you do it. <laughs> he said i'm from bombing <laughs> reggie like nah he's like you know what so, so is like the soldier console you. better than the switch <laughs> <laughs> he says uh, nobody else left to run I mean, Xbox really consider uh collabing with the soldier console uh fuck it. for that streaming service <laughs> Jokes aside, though, jokes aside, uh, I like to take this moment since Reggie's retiring. It's a new era in Nintendo. Um, 
What's the name? I, w- I would just like to say, let, let's go around the table and kind of state our favorite Reggie uh, memories. I'll, I'll go first. Um, Cranky Kong. You guys remember that? That's the only one I remember that in the 3D, the, oh, the, the, the DS announcement. I remember that one, but Cranky Kong, that shit was fucking great, bro. I was like, they would put the black man up there to do that dumb shit, bro. Like, <laughs> make him look stupid. Oh, my goodness. Um, I don't know. It feels like it's the end of an era, especially because uh old boy uh passed away too. Um last year and then uh Oh yeah. Tomato Wada. Yeah, Wada. It feels like Miyamoto's like the only one left of like the old school era. And uh Sakurai. Yeah. But even like Sakurai's tired of making fucking smash, so <laughs> tired of this shit. Yeah, it feels like it's, it feels like an era's coming to a close when into so, like era. they put him in a sweatshop or something, you know. You can only make Smash Brothers, nothing else. Um, <laughs> but Reggie, Reggie Fizume though is crazy because he's been at Nintendo for 15 years and he was literally like the face of Nintendo of America because mm-hmm. as we all know like Nintendo was based out of uh, out of Japan and like he he was like the only presence over here in America so oh, like man. he was the only person who we knew for the longest yeah. like he came out every single conference before they stopped doing conferences up, <laughs> this man has been like the meme king like he's not afraid to make fun of himself I, I think that's the one thing that, that like a lot of people fail to realize like he he was really not afraid to make fun of himself this man did everything so I, I think that's uh that was quite a, an achievement even though Nintendo like um I feel like they've made strides now but for the longest they were kind of like just just doing whatever they wanted to do but Reggie at the end of the day like I've never seen this man upset never seen him angry he's always smiling at the end of the day so you know that he loved his job I heard I him saying, say he was gonna kick somebody's ass that was hilarious he <laughs> was somebody saying, Smash Bros <laughs> yeah 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 right right that was funny, pretty it, funny. it felt like he genuinely loved gaming cause uh yeah. I just I can't think of any moment where like yeah he said he was mad or shit like that he was like, mad at somebody about gaming or something yeah so like you, couldn't, you can't even hate on that he felt like one of those like exact like everyone like you know shits on executives and shit for like gaming companies. He didn't but he feel felt like corporate. one of those like legit. Yeah, he didn't feel corporate. He, he was felt very like, light hearted. Yeah, he was very light hearted. He he seemed like he was just like one of those people who's just like he genuinely cared about games and like he felt like he was a child at heart and he would just yeah, like, like a big you know, kid like, enjoy the stuff. Yeah. yeah, I feel like that's why a lot of people really liked him. It's yeah. like he embraced memes. He embraced he embraced the the. Um, the epic like my body is ready meme he like embraced that and he would like use that during conferences and stuff like for like social media so I, I wonder like what this means for like, Nintendo yeah. uh, I don't know anything about this Doug Bowser guy all I or know they is they start like, incorporating like a crap ton of microtransactions and like crazy Reggie was the key he was the one he was the one yeah they gonna get shit on if he does that oh yeah, my yeah and they do a bunch of like anti-consumer stuff and they're like it's all because of Bowser fucking damn Bowser What's the name? The only the only thing is like the internet kind of went crazy because like when they announced that Doug Bowser was the new uh, head of uh, Nintendo of America, and the image that he announced, like in the top corner on his shelf, he had two plushies of Mario and Luigi, and they were tied up. Tied up. Yeah, <laughs> I thought that was kind of funny. Like, I was like, okay, this guy he's, he's playing with the jokes, so we'll see. We'll see. Hopefully, it means uh, we'll get some Metroid Four gameplay soon, some Metroid Prime gameplay, because um, we're waiting, we're waiting on for something on the Switch. Um. Metro Exodus got review bombed on uh, Steam. Um, the game got pulled from Steam, and it's now exclusively for PC on uh, the Epic Game Store. Um, do you guys what? Why? Why review bomb it if it's not even going to be playable on Steam? How is this possible? Hmm. I mean, they can literally just go from the pre-order page. Like it's still a page there, so there you go. Yeah. Now why didn't they just take the page down? Bomb. Is what I don't get. Because it's still coming out just a year later. I mean, that oh, would make sense. Oh, I didn't yeah, know that. Okay. Yeah, it's okay. still coming out. They're just, yeah, they're giving it a time release. So it comes out in 2020. Bro, you didn't read my article. God damn it. Nope, sure didn't. <laughs> I'm tired. 
I'm glad you got that from me, bro. You it's coming out after, yeah, it's coming out after February 14, 2020. So it's still coming out. What's today? So what's has anybody bought any games off the Epic Game Store? Like, is it a bad launcher? I don't know. I ain't bought shit off of it. I have not yet. I got a bunch no. of free games on it. Yeah, me too. <laughs> so, have, you, have you launched any games off of it? Does it feel like it's running fine? Is it using played, a lot of your uh, CPU? I know I played Spellbreak. I don't notice any like big issue with the Epic Game Launcher. It's it's, it's very simplistic and minimal, minimalistic. Like it's just to the point. It's like you go to this, you go to the store, you buy the click, you click the button, you download the game, you, you, you play the games, and that's it. That's just all actually now I think about it, we're gonna have to use it anyway because I'm getting the division on PC. So oh, it is on the. Epic I game forgot. Launcher. Yeah, you're right. Oh, <laughs> yeah. So, so I guess yeah, we're we are about to experiment it with something it. other than oh. Fortnite and uh, Paragon RP Paragon. Yeah, it, what was it? Who plays Paragon? What the fuck? All right, <laughs> you can't hey, play. Hey, that. hey, 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 hey! <laughs> <laughs> um, so shout out to those review bombs. Uh, Booker T is suing Call of Duty, Activision. I mean, um, for his likeness, he feels like which character is it? The Prophet. Uh, he feels like that. Um, the black man with the dreads in Black Ops Four. They used his him as a a. Um, Template. The, it is a template. Yeah, so now he's suing <laughs> Activision. Uh, how you guys feel about that? Does every black man with dreads look like Booker T? Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. Maybe he is the uh, the catalyst for it. Maybe he's the he's the uh, the trendsetter for I, for I, I, dreadheaded black men. I did. I did uh, it's just weird how uh, like black people we can we complain about how everyone every every one of us look alike or they let make us look the same. But then when it benefits us, we want to sue them because we think it looks like us. Like why? <sighs> I'll say well, how, do, how, how do you how do you create a black character? We want more character black characters in the game so we can feel like we have an influence or we can play as as one of us. I'm like trying to look at this picture, trying to see. Like, to be oh. fair, I did see like it's not they're not Booker T's not suing because it looks like him. He's suing it because there's a alter ego thing comic thing he made. Of and he was the called the prophet. No, he wasn't called the prophet. It was just his character was this like soldier person that was like coming back to like help other it's, people. It's comic book characters called GI Bro. Yeah, GI Bro. And so the GI Bro is what he's talking about. Not like it looks like him. Not his oh, okay. It's just GI Bro looks like an altered ego version of him, but it does look somewhat like Prophet. And I'm like, I don't know. Like it wouldn't surprise it's somewhat me. Somewhat of if- a reach. It's kind of a reach, but at the same time, it wouldn't surprise me if like the 3D modeler that made Profit like used it as a reference and made Profit. Like it's not I wouldn't say it's like a one-to-one. Like it, it could go either way in my opinion, but like I could see the case of what he's saying that this person does somewhat look like Profit, but nothing like I would say it's like drastically like you could look at him and be like, "Yeah, that's him." Who uh, I say like that. Who directed Boys in the Hood cuz I'm I'm suing uh because Cuban Gooden Jr., he stole my face. Oh. So I'm suing him. That's <laughs> oh me in the movie. <laughs> it, doesn't like, it doesn't work like that. When Ricky died, so you, I cried. <laughs> you say you pulling up on John Singleton? True? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He stole my life story. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I don't think he... Uh, I don't know if he has much uh, much of a case here. Because I, I kind of do agree with, uh, with Gold Error. I mean, I understand. Like He made this character in 2015. Mm-hmm. And Black Ops Four came out 2018, so I think that's one of the main things that he could, you know, potentially draw a case. But Activision and Blizzard, I mean, they they're getting shit on right now. I mean, uh, Bungie left, and then you fired 750 employees, so it, things aren't looking good for them right now. 
I'm sorry, Prophet looks like every black person with dreads. That one black person in every can't barbershop. Say that. We well, don't let me finish. The same. Let me finish. Let me finish what I was you saying. Maddie, bro. Let me finish what I was saying. Prophet looks like every black that one black person in every barbershop who has dreads that's just there all day and doesn't get a haircut triggered oh my gosh just there just talking shit at the barbershop <laughs> like bro you gonna get a haircut no i'm just here to play chess and talk <laughs> shout out to profit uh book it to you hope you get your money bro i don't know uh fucking there was a nintendo direct uh since the last podcast i didn't really care about anything they announced besides the link awakening remake that's the only thing that kind of caught my attention and even still that's not even my favorite uh freaking uh legend of zelda uh like ocarina of time yes i am an ocarina snob (laughs) fuck you have you ever played an ocarina bitches love that (laughs) 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 what's the name uh was anybody impressed by this or the nintendo directing period all i care about is fire emblem that's it that's all i want yeah i I feel that i feel that there's no metroid on there so i could care less i'm trying to see that even like the nintendo fans that i follow they were pretty uh unimpressed with this uh nintendo direct it was just kind of like i don't know i feel like they should only do it when they really got something to show and it just feels like they're just kind of doing all right let's get our quarterly direct in like like, uh, yeah the majority of people they were screaming for more smash brothers characters and they didn't get it so they were upset y'all never want to give Sakurai a break no he's gonna keep no (laughs) No, no. keep patching the game was there anything from the uh was there anything from the direct uh gold that you uh that you like no not really true 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 damn i just seen we dropped a, a kingdom hearts 3 review on the gi channel y'all should go check that out who did that that was me and ace uh y'all like it <laughs> uh, yeah. watch, watch the video to find out wow fuck that game bro. <laughs> <laughs> Disney game fuck this shit um, and it's me uh, saying that by YTBH not everybody else in the podcast I didn't like the game nah, Get over I it. didn't like it either Oh, oh my! It was it was a movie. Friendship, 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 power. Heart. <laughs> Come on, Sora. She was a bad animal. Friendship, yo. Oh my goodness, that shit made Black Clover look like fucking an Oscar worthy film. <laughs> um, did- <laughs> um, so uh, Ethos just messaged me this before. Uh, this is the last thing I got on my notes. Uh, so another Titanfall game apparently is coming in 2019. Uh, did you read the so article? They lied. Because I, I didn't, uh, Ethos. <laughs> you, you talk about this. Uh, well, you see, uh, as the article states, there is originally there was like this big back and forth. Remember when like Apex first got revealed, people were like, oh, this is what Titanfall turned into. And then people were saying Titanfall was dropped. And then like I saw reports that like Titanfall was still being developed on. It was like segmented off. So like Titanfall 3 was in development. And then they took us part of Titanfall 3 and they off shot it into Apex Legends while Titanfall 3 kept getting developed slowly. So like it was just a bunch of mixed like reports and we like in the EA one moment says like this is Titanfall 3 and then the next moment then they say no we have other Titanfall games coming this isn't like the end of the road for t- this isn't like the only thing Titanfall will become. Um so it looks like just like very recently um today like there's been um confirmation that uh there is going to be another Titanfall game sometime this year. Um, but if it, they're saying it's not Titanfall three though, again, this is this is the this is what doesn't make sense. Like we have one person who's part of like uh, respawn saying it's not, but honestly, it could just be PR. It could be them like not want to spoil the surprise. Because mm-hmm. how many people have they said we're not working on this thing, and then literally at E three they reveal the thing, and you're just like, why did you lie to me? You're, like it's the same thing. 
um i feel like a lot of companies like th- that's why all this mixed messaging comes up because like their pr will kick in and say hey don't bring this up like just lie if you have to just say like it doesn't exist even though we know we're working on it privately because we don't want to like lose like the surprise or ea doesn't want to like lose the surprise that like for all we know they could reveal at like um which i'm betting what's going to happen at e3 th- this year they could reveal that um the jedi game they're going to reveal the uh and they can reveal Titanfall uh, 3. And they're going to reveal some big update for Apex Legends. Like, Respawn's going to kill it at E3 this year if they do anything. Like, I feel like Respawn's going to be front and center um, for, like, EA's, like, big, like, conference, I guess. I just pray that if this is Titanfall 3, the community actually gives it a fair shot. Or just no, a, no. a proper Titanfall game, period. Because uh, I, I feel like Apex, like, wet everybody's appetite. And it's like, all right, you see what this can be. Now let's fuck with the real no, let's, version. Because <laughs> let's be real over it. Let's be real here. The only... We had a lot of fucking play, fun playing fucking Titanfall. We used to body motherfuckers to the point where we got bored with that shit. Because we, <laughs> we were so fucking good at that game. Bro. <laughs> <It's> so good. <laughs> and it made me feel good. It boosts my self-esteem being good at the game. So it's like, it's like, can you guys give it a chance? And also, let's be real. The only reason we stopped playing that game is because everybody stopped playing within, like, after a month. It was to the point where it was like it was like only like 300 people oh, online, and, the try hearts were left. and it was only yeah. try hearts it took like 10 15 minutes to get into a game and it's like well let me just uninstall this because we can't get into any game so i hope people give it a fair shake that's all i'm asking for but that's- do you realistically think that that's going to happen what after with the eight because low-key maybe apex is like i said to whet their appetite to get people excited to see what respawn is doing because i i feel like we failed to realize that like we may be familiar with respawn and their history with infinity war but a lot of, let's be real here a lot of these streamers they just got into gaming and shit like that and because of fortnite and then maybe they're not familiar with respawn and their history in first person shooters because respawn Even is still OGs. a new company they're still a new company so it's like yeah this is only like their third game i think um but they're the ogs like these are the motherfuckers that changed fps like forever like, but a lot of these a lot of these new content creators and people who are watching switch they weren't here during the modern warfare 2 and 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 fucking Uh, type errors know their history man they gotta know their fucking history like these are the goats right here bro the goats weren't in the trenches with us Uh, facts i hear a lot of people say like their first call of duty was like black ops 2 so yeah shame on you is that possible (laughs) Like, yeah, what it's possible. Well, very yeah. well. What are you, 12? <laughs> <laughs> you play, play video games and you didn't play Call of Duty 4? The fuck? Y'all didn't, y'all didn't know the struggle of no party systems? You guys didn't know all the fucking broken shit in Modern Warfare 2? And there's a lot of people that just got into gaming purely because of Fortnite over the past year. Like, as, as much shit as I get, I don't like that game. It did help grow the industry. And a lot of those people are not familiar with gaming history and, and what other people bring to the table. So to them, Apex is just some game that came out of nowhere. They don't know is made by the former creators Shit. of call of duty i'm not gonna gatekeep they they can play whatever they want at the end of the day but i want them playing this titanfall game yeah like, i'm gonna make them i'm gonna go to the stream and say hey i see you played apex um you should try out this other titanfall game i think you're gonna really like it because let me let me tell you about our lord and savior titanfall yeah, let me tell you about our lord and savior I think, what's, I think what's really interesting about you know Titanfall. What? no i'm gonna talk this shit real quick i i and tbh and other people in gi we were like we were the vanguard like you guys remember when Titanfall one came released and we got fucking criticized for that game Oh Not man! All these the video, on video man. Oh, yep. oh my god! And then the everybody <laughs> was like, "Oh, it was all bullshit. They can't fucking make good games." And then Respawn makes Titanfall two, improves the formula, shows that they still got the magic. Now everybody's praising Respawn because now they got Apex. If you wasn't, I, I hate the gatekeep like this, but if you wasn't in the gym with us, we was getting attacked for Titanfall one. Man, I don't want to hear it. Y'all gonna play whatever game we tell you to play, and you're gonna like it. <laughs> so they only co-sign if it was popular. 
Yeah. So, so and basically, just reminded me how toxic everybody was towards us. Man. So basically, what yeah, you're saying toxic is for years. <laughs> it was hella toxic for Titanfall One. If Ninja like, Shroud started playing Anthem, everybody would be like, you know, this isn't so bad. This what? isn't that bad. Yeah. One hundred percent. Because remember what happened? Uh, you know what? Okay, here's a conspiracy. Do you guys remember before Apex got revealed that all of a sudden, out of nowhere, Shroud and and Doctor Disrespect started playing Titanfall Two out of nowhere? I didn't even notice. It was notice. there was articles. I saw articles, and I also like I confirmed myself. Um, there was like YouTube vibes. If you search it right now, you search Doctor Disrespect and Shroud play Titanfall two. It was month a month or two before Apex got revealed, and then so I'm. I know Doctor Disrespect for a fact was at the event. Yeah, he was. So they, they, were, yeah, they were. they were both at the event. So yeah, maybe they knew Apex existed back then, and that's why they were like live because everyone was like like they trying were, to practice they just, yeah they were like <laughs> we thought it was like they genuinely enjoyed the game and they were like talking about how like, great this game was and they helped boost some of like the the player base to go back and play it because it brought to new light to all the people who watched them who never played titanfall before and they're like yeah like this game was really good for like it was like one of the best games ever and not a lot of people played it like i'm very curious if like conspiracy wise that they knew apex was in development they played an earlier build and that's why they were playing titanfall 2 was like not i just think it's a conspiracy because i mean i could say i mean you should know a lot of time when we go to these events we get emails like a month at least a month out because they have to book our flights and shit like that yeah. and they need time to do that so i'm pretty sure if it was like a month out yeah they probably knew they probably yeah, got it reach out they got an email yeah. they knew they were going to the event all right well let me see what this titanfall is about before i go there look at that true investigative journalism right there i'm ready mm-hmm. for my uh polter's prize mm-hmm mm-hmm <laughs> This guy. What what is this fucking watchdog shit you linked me? I'm not reading. Oh, this. so this is something you probably care about. Um, recently, as in this year, Ubisoft changed the ending of Watch Dogs 2, and they've done a big patch, 10 gigabytes of a patch. Huh? Now I ain't gonna re-download this game and find out what they changed. I'm just gonna I'll go, go on YouTube. YouTube, <laughs> YouTube right. just check it out. Yeah. But this has it's very curious because now like it says it has bug fixes, add some changes to close, but there's bug also a mis- there's a new conversation in the final cutscene. Like, you know, that, remember how there was that ending conversation? Is this, about, ca- like, is this on YouTube or? You can check it. it must, someone might have uploaded. This is just how, how long ago. Did this article was from the 14th. So this 14th. So it could be on YouTube right now. So what people are conspiracy wait, 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 wait. This This article is from 2017. Oh. Is it? No, 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 wait. no, no. Hold on. <laughs> I was about to say, hold on then. February <laughs> no, 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 14th, 2017. Look at the no, top no, no, no. of Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, I'm sorry. I, I'm, I'm sorry. I didn't give the context of the reason why I posted this. Um, The context is I saw on Twitter is that some people are talking about and saying that they're, that Ubisoft is possibly going to reveal Watch Dogs 2 this year. There's like a couple of hints and teasers. To. Yeah, and they're teasing it. And they and the base of this article, they were arguing that this patch was what they were like, that it might be coming out this year like because i mean look at their lineup october this year they got they got far cry and then they're about to drop the division after that is quiet for them so i would not right, be surprised if they announced watch dogs well, so. everyone's thinking like watch dogs because did they say they're taking a break i don't remember the last creed? e3 ubisoft showed up to and then have something to show yeah but they <laughs> but did they say they're working on another assassin's creed or they, they're taking no, a break no, no, this year they're taking a break so it could be like watch dogs 3 is the next that's what i was trying to hint at like uh, a rumor watch dogs 3 might be revealed the thing is are people going to give it a fair shake because watch dogs 2 was amazing and nobody I'll played it. Game. i nobody didn't played give it. it a fair shake and then i played it and i'll admit tbh was right it was actually pretty good i actually want to go back and replay it um mm-hmm. and marcus was a great main character because mm-hmm. he wasn't a stereotypical black person mm-hmm. I really, I, um all right <laughs> yeah is, fuck, is ubisoft fuck woke <laughs> <laughs> 
they knew about uh what's her name barbecue becky the uh, lady in oakland was calling calling yep. the cops on the they on them the for barbecue the yeah they knew about that before then mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah innovators like they prophesied <laughs> yep <laughs> that conversation uh, marcus had with old boy about uh, when he was at google Trump. yeah yep. being the black yep. in the workplace i was like mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. facts so oh, the like question is kid. now what location do you think they should put watchdogs the rumor has been it's going to go to london that's why i've heard too I don't know. I don't know how I feel about London. Uh, they probably, you know what? Wait, probably do is there going to be Twenty One Savage DLC? Because if it is, I oh my god, what if Twenty One Savage is the main character? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that would be crazy. Twenty One, like, you know, like you know how like uh, what's his name, Wretch or something like that? That guy uh, yeah. with his mask and stuff. What if like Twenty One Savage is your like confidant, and your friend, and he's like on the oh. <laughs> on the mic with you? That would be dope. I'm not gonna lie, that would be dope. This dude got ideas it. for days. <laughs> you know, that'd be dope. Oh, the down south London. That should be fire, bro. <laughs> that should be Let's fire. 21 Savage DLC going. Uh, I would buy that shit. What's the name? So it'll be interesting to see how that plays out. Hopefully they do announce it because I did enjoy three. Uh, I mean two, my bad. Two. Um, that's all I got on my show notes. Do you have anything else I want to add to the conversation before we wrap it up? Hey, uh, Jump Force. Jump Force came out. Oh shit! I got it, but I played it. it. I, go I, ahead, TBH. I, how much money did they pay you to, to say that the game was good? I, mm. I don't, I'm gonna be honest. The game is not that great. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, it, I it's, guess. it's fucking like it's, a. It's like a six. Like it's Xenoverse three, but the, with a choppy ass frame rate. Ooh, I give it. I give it a five. Ooh, talk about it. Uh, combat to me, I felt it was bland. Mm. Uh. I don't care for subs. I'm dubbed gang all the way. I don't care what no one says. So (laughs) having to read these annoying ass voices in my ear. Let's get it. Like that's not good. Uh, The combat was bland. I just, it it felt very like, it felt like, um, like just typical and like main, like it just broad, very broad. It felt very broad. It didn't, I feel like it didn't, it didn't have enough. It was just like just all for show. It's like yeah, watching like the cutscenes in the game are fucking awful. Uh, just kind of turned me off. It it feels like um it feels like Dragon Ball Xenoverse one and two. Where I don't know if you guys remember X Men Legends one and two. Mm-hmm. It feels yeah. like it feels like Jump Force is Ultimate Alliance, but not as good as Ultimate Alliance because Ultimate Alliance mechanically is the same thing as X Men Legends one and two. It's just they incorporated the entire Marvel universe. That's what Jump yeah. Force is. It's just Xenoverse, but they included the entire Shonen universe. But for yeah. some reason, it's not as good because the frame rate is fucking trash in that game. And then this the story mode, the difficulty just spikes up ridiculously halfway through the missions. Like uh, an, an enemy will take half your half your bar in one combo and then you gotta they're dodging half the time and then when you try to break their dodge break their block or their or their their dodge they punish you it's and then you barely do damage to them you want to hear some really funny shit too like when you pick the same character in that game like it doesn't really change the skin so it's kind of hard to notice who you are and like if you go back and watch the footage of me that i uploaded on my channel of me and shofu playing i'm gonna be honest the same right yeah yeah, i'm gonna be honest when i was watching that when i was editing that footage of me and shofu playing i couldn't tell who i was i was like i was like when you guys both were yugi i think i was like literally staring at like wait which is teenage the one winning or is he losing i couldn't tell it was a point where me and 
and him were both playing Ichigo. And like, even when I was watching the footage, I was like, which one am I? And you'll hear me say it in the video. I'm like, yo, which one? Oh, <laughs> yeah. there I am. There I am. Oh, there, like, okay. there I am. Like, my ass I'm like, I, I don't know, bro. It felt like that game was rushed. And it's a shame because I remember how excited we were for Jump Force when they oh, We were man. screaming we like schoolgirls. We screamed like, oh, damn, bro. Oh, man. We yeah. fell yeah. off, wait, bro. Is Light, like, is he actually, does he become a playboy or is he forever just a story platform? I haven't touched the story. I just fucking, I, oh. I seen the cutscenes on Twitter. That I was like, I'm not touching that. I just played the fighting. Excuse me, too. Light Yagami. And the, like in the first like hour, he introduces himself, and everyone's just introducing them to him. He's like, "Hey, I'm Goku." So now he has your name. He's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, hello. <laughs> yeah, he's the ultimate. He's the reason he's not in the game is because he's the ultimate character. He everyone introduces themselves to him. Like he doesn't have to fight. He will kill everyone. Oh my Amazing. god! Yeah, I, I, I think I'm gonna stream the story this week so I can just knock that <laughs> Please, the fuck out. Please, I will watch. I, that. I, I'm like, I, I think that's the reason I haven't played because I, when I saw those cutscenes on Twitter, I was like, this is gonna be torture, bro. But <laughs> I, I, did did you beat the story gold? How, like, how long is it? Um, I haven't beat it. I got. I probably paid like third uh, twenty to thirty missions into it. I, I honestly, I haven't even played for the story. How many hours did you say you put into it? Though, like the story, I've put into. Like 10, 10, I heard, 10 like, hours. Yeah, when I asked the people at Bandai at the event, they told me it was like tw- 10 to 12 hours. So you're probably at the end. Okay. Yeah. That's not bad. I could get through that. You know the funny Maybe. thing about all of this? What? Guess who's not playing it? Uh, oh! Nomad owes me money. Damn, <laughs> Nomad owes me money. Again, guess, guess who's grinding on Anthem right now? Like oh. I said. <laughs> Another game knocked <laughs> out the pools. Knocked out Six the pools. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be playing this game for like three months. <laughs> Look at that. Shut up. Nomad head ass boy. I'll be playing this game. The cut for the slander, boy. Oh, oh my man. lord. We oh, never stop, boy. I remember. Man. Nomad, you're never gonna let this down, boy. <laughs> it always seems like the games we get excited for are the ones that let us down the most. Fucking. <laughs> Oh, that's Every why we didn't get excited about it. Yeah. Every game I pre-order turns out horrible. I, <laughs> Every that's single crazy. game I pre-order is a disaster. Fallout 76, Jump Force, you name it. I, if I pre-ordered it, it ends up being trash. All right, so don't pre-order any games I'm interested in, please. I, I pre-ordered Sekiro, Division, and... Uh, he said the know. games that I pre-ordered. Sensational. <laughs> 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 those games for me, please. Oh, my I need to make Lord. sure they get I haven't pre-ordered anything. You just, you just remind me. I probably need to go look and see what's coming out. You better uh, get a you're, well. You're getting division, so I'd say get um. I mean, you're not gonna. Play what else Sekiro. is coming out in March? Yeah, JG, you're getting Sekiro. Period. You're playing that, Jay. Jay's going to. I'm tuning in. I didn't confirm. I didn't confirm. I didn't confirm. To, yeah, yeah. I'm, watch I'm gonna that bully him. I'm going to bully him into buying it. He's going. Hey, that's to. good content for YouTube. Make them fucking fail compilations. Boy. Yeah. Oh man, you are going know, to man. fucking play that game, JG. I I, maybe I, maybe I, I'll try to get good at it. Maybe. Can you play uh, Neo? I played I the demo. Okay, I played the, I played the, play the, no. the full game was different though. It was. Yeah, it was you need to play Sekiro at least. I lost my sanity playing fucking Neo. I'm good. That was. <laughs> I haven't beat that game. I just realized I, I got to the very what end. What a I fucking fraud! <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realize it until like I was like I have to go back and beat Neo because I saw some DLC and I was like, well, this this uh, DLC looks pretty good. But like I was just blowing through bosses like it was nothing. So oh my goodness. Hey, I gotta we, play. We, we, we're fucking rambling. I'm trying to get the fuck out. Of it. I'm trying to eat. Uh, you just said you were eating before. All I had was like a little cup noodles. Just oh. you know, wet my appetite. I'm Why trying to get like a fire. Oh, yeah, I need to change like my bucket. Like bucket. Uh, I'm trying to get the full meal. I'm hungry. Change my bucket. Um. All right. So that's all I got on my show notes. Uh. This has been Gaming Illuminati episode 81, and because you're the guest, you got the floor. Uh. What's your closing statement for episode 81, Gold Era Game and Goat? Uh, thanks for having me, guys. It's been an honor and a pleasure. Make sure to follow me on Instagram and YouTube at Gold Era Gaming. 
I do live streams, vlogs, and giveaways every 100 subs. Also, I'm going to be at GamerCon in Mohegan Sun on March 23rd and 24th. So if anyone who's listening to this is going to pull up there and is going alone or wants to meet up, I know I'm going alone. And I would love to meet new people and have have a good time. It's going to be my first GamerCon. Uh, I'll put your links like in the description box below. Like, uh, DM me on the uh, on Discord so I have them. Uh, Appreciate it. The video. Um, what's the name? All right, Ethos, you got the show floor. What's your uh, closing statement for episode eighty one? Go. You're bless up. You know, as a Twitch partner with a check mark, I'm required to tell you you need to come into my stream and at least sub because it's Black History Month still. So, like he <laughs> says, if you don't, you're racist. Um, second of all, I want to say um, that uh, I'll probably be streaming Metro. So shout out to JG, appreciate it, and uh, shout out to everyone who's been giving me money, I appreciate it, and uh, shout outs to Golden, appreciate you uh, stopping by here, appreciate it. Anytime. And, uh, what else is there? I feel like there's something else, but I'm forgetting. Oh, Anthem's not a bad game. It's just you <laughs> just don't have good taste. That's it. Mm, okay. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get tackled. Mm. <laughs> yeah, you need the spicy takes for the end yeah, of the show. Yeah, like save to the end because they don't watch the end. <laughs> <laughs> facts, facts, right? Um, JG, uh, you got the show floor. Which close statement for episode eighty one? Go. Shout out to a guest, Gold Era. Uh, this Black History Month sucks. This is probably one of the worst in recent wow. memory. Uh, we need a do over on Black History Month, but at least you got a podcast. You got a GI podcast, so there you go. Bless up. This is probably going to be one of the best things of 2019 for you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Very humble statement. Very humble. We tired of being humble. We tired. Of being <laughs> um, and uh, my last uh, statement for the day is: I just want to say, make sure you guys get out there and be responsible. Make sure to file those taxes so you can come to my stream and donate. All right. Um, <laughs> I'm joking. No, I'm not. Um, <laughs> make sure to take the show and the go. We're available on iTunes, SoundCloud, Spotify, Stitcher Radio, all of the major podcast outlets. We got the GI app available on ios and android and if you want to appear on the show like gold era support us at patreon.com slash gi updates there will be a link in the description box below to our patreon as well as gold era's uh social medias um other than that we will see you guys on the next episode of the game illuminati podcast peace out